This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. You know what time it is. It's money on my mind. You're going to go over to my bookie right now. Hopefully you already have an account. If you don't, you're going to use promo code RADIO. And you're going to do it like this. You're going to go ahead and hit those Eagles like I told you. I think that that's a solid bet. The Eagles, the way that the line's moving, the things I'm hearing out of the desert, they tell me that the Eagles are going to put Goff in a throwing predicament. They're going to stop the run like they did against Washington. They're going to stop the run. So what's going to happen? Woods is going to have to get open on Slay. I don't believe that's that easy. I believe that Goff is going to have to make plays. This is a bounce-back spot. Bet Eagles. When betting teasers, I told you, bring them down. Try to cross the seven. Try to cross the three. You can do that in two games today. You can do that in the Ravens matchup. Bring the Ravens down to one and a half. That's what I like. And I also like the Steelers to outright win. Bring them down past the seven, past the three. That's a solid teaser. As far as um, give me the Chelsea, Liverpool, both teams to score in over two and a half. That's also going right now. Go ahead and lock that bet up. And I'm going to give you one more teaser. And it's going to be the Ravens minus one again. And then the Cardinals again doing the same theory. Cross to seven, cross to three. If you can bring down a favorite of seven points and get them down to basically a win them. I like that, though. I think that the Ravens win that game. You see them on both teasers and then you see them on uh, the Cardinals on there as well now I, I like those plays a lot man and it's definitely uh the place to do it is at my bookie and the reason you want to do it at my bookie is because you just put in promo code radio and, and they match your deposit so guys that's definitely something you want to do and we'll get to that a little later but let me give you some flex plays for this week this is where you i went off last week I, I had some good ones i also had some ones that killed me marlon mack was one that i pushed really hard on the show last week and he was off to a great start let's talk about that for a second before you get in your flexi it paid off for you because you handcuffed. I remember you said you drafted Mac and the and the rookie, and then now yep. he's the hottest player in football Jonathan to get picked Taylor, up. Baby, I mean he he looks so much faster than everybody else on the field. So you have to feel really good if you have him. And Naheem Hines in a PPR league. You know what it occurred to me, Jerry is. Could we see with Naeem Hines that he is the Austin Eckler this year? Because Phil Rivers, you know, had that in the Chargers. He loves dumping down to his running backs. In a PPR league, you may have Austin Eckler if you picked up Hines. And the thing about Hines, though, it's it's, it's crazy, though, is because the goal line carries and everything. It's going to go to the rookie. But then Hines was in there, though, inside the, the red zone. You saw Hines getting touches, which is that's what you needed to see out of Hines, man. I'm I'm excited. For for because I had Taylor, I had him. So yeah. to me, I'm excited that that I had that move. But I, I'm still man. Hines is going to have his role in there somewhere. Or another. He is, and maybe they're using him a little bit like Camara, you know, to where they are using him near the goal line, but they're throwing him the football. So I, I think Hines could definitely be somebody that helps you this season. Well, let's see who can help the people this week. Another favorite segment of the Money Liners every single Sunday. Let's get flexy. <laughs> That puts me in the mood right there, Jerry. All right, let's do it. We talked about him a little bit earlier in the show, but I love Big Ben Roethlisberger this week. I loved what I saw last week. This week he's at home. I mean, he plays much better at Heinz Field. You know you're a Steelers fan, so get him in your lineup this week. Even in daily, I love him. Get him in your lineup. Start him up. Looks like he has some good receivers. 
Looks like the running game's a little bit touch and go, so I look for Big Ben to throw the ball. I also look for another aging quarterback in Tom Brady to get things going this week. I know that Godwin's out, but he has other guys he can throw to as Mike Evans. I think we see the tight ends get involved. I think you can get Brady in your lineup. Josh Allen liked what I saw last week with him. I think you can play him again this week. I wasn't big on him before the start of the season, but I'm starting to see that he looks a little better, a little more comfortable. I think you can roll with him. Somebody I don't like this week, Jerry, our own Deshaun Watson against the Ravens. Why is that? Uh, do you remember 42-7 to last year? I think so. Yeah, it wasn't great. And I don't know if you noticed, but uh, Randall Cobb looks like he can't run anymore. He couldn't get any separation last week. Brandon Cooks is dinged up. We don't even know if he's going to play. I think they're just going to take away Will Fuller this week. So I I don't like Deshaun this week. If you have other options, like I would start Big Ben over Deshaun this week. That's something I would do. And he may be out there on your waiver wire. So consider that. Over at running back, I like Ronald Jones. We talked about this a little bit earlier. That Carolina defense stinks against the run. I think Ronald Jones and the Bucks get going. In this Texans-Ravens game, I liked what I saw from J.K. Dobbins. I think he's on to something. Getting the goal line looks against your Texans. Man, it was pretty ugly against the run last week. They could not stop the Chiefs on the ground. I think J.K. Dobbins could get going. And Naeem Hines, we brought him up earlier in the segment. I like him this week. Finally, let's get some receivers in here. Marquise Brown against this Texan secondary. I think he gets loose for a big play. I like Matt, uh, Michael Gallup this week. I, I really see a lot of points in this Cowboys game. I like the receivers on both sides of the ball in that one. And I also like C.D. Lamb. He looked pretty good. And with Jarwin going down, you wonder, Jerry, if there's going to be more three wide receiver sets with C.D. Lamb because Jarwin's out. Maybe they're going to have to throw the receivers more. More targets. I like him in that same game. And during the break, we talked about Emmanuel Sanders. Somebody has to catch some passes here. For Flex Drew it. Flex him out. Keep in mind, it's not in New Orleans. And we know Bree struggles a little bit away from the Dome. So maybe just lower your expectations a little bit. And finally, at tight end, Dallas Goddard. We brought him up already. I like him this week. I like TJ Hawkinson because Galladay is out again. I think they're going to have to throw to the tight end. And Jared Cook, for the same reason with Emmanuel Sanders, Drew Brees has to throw the ball to somebody that is our flex plays this week. I like that cook play a lot. I'm going to go over to my bookie. I'm going to bet that again. This segment was brought to you by mybookie.ag. Use promo code radio. Take advantage of all that. And one more thing before we uh, get out of this segment, we're going to go to the, I like to give you the D-line and O-line mismatches of the week because it's easy to paint out, man. These They got the receivers and they got these shiny new weapons, but how do the weapons get going if there's no time? The game of football starts in the trenches. You know yes. that. That allows you to be able to, to do all the fancy things. So, 49ers D-line, they're rated number one in pressure. Jets O-line, 32nd. Big mismatch. D-line Steelers, second. Broncos, 30th. Browns, we already saw that. That's passed. That was the third against the 31st, if you learned anything from that. Washington, fourth against the Cardinals, 29th. The Chiefs, fifth against the O-line, 28th on the Chargers. But we're going to talk about that game because the Chiefs are hurting on the defensive back, uh, back side of the ball. Breland's out. And uh, someone else is out. Colts, D-line, 6th. Vikings, 27th. And then O-line, Dominations. Packers O-line, rated 1st. Lions, 32nd. Colts, 2nd. Vikings, 27th. So expect Aaron Rodgers to have time. Expect Phillip Rivers to have time. Do you? What are your thoughts? Let's talk about that game before we go to break. Colts, Vikings. Any thoughts as far as that? Did we learn anything from last week? Man, this is one that is funny. I circled this one, and... 
you know, what you're telling me there worries me a little bit with the the lines being mismatches. But I like Minnesota in this game. I, I'm taking the points here, plus three and a half. And I know it's in Indy, but and I know a lot of people are going to be like, hey, the Colts lost to the Jags, so this is a no-brainer. But to me, the Vikings are a playoff team every year. They already lost a game. They can't afford to lose another one. And I didn't love what I saw from the Colts. I, I know, look, I like what I saw from the running backs, but Phillip Rivers worries me a little bit, Jerry. So this is one where I'm taking the points from the Vikings here. From a fantasy standpoint, what sticks out to you here is it Cook is – he had – it's funny because the, the runs were short, the touchdown runs, so his box score reads a lot better than what it is. He didn't really have that many touches. Uh, what do you think going forward? We noticed a lot of Alexander Madison playing in this game too. So you wonder if you know Kubiak's going to split these touches a little bit to keep Cook healthy. They gave him all that money. They want to protect him and make sure they don't run him into the ground. So I think that's something to keep an eye on as well. Green Bay dominated time of possession 41-19 to 19 in that game. That's, I think, a big... Something that we know won't happen. Respect regression to the mean. Something back to some kind of normal number because yeah. that's that's not the way, especially like a Kubiak offense that likes to run the ball and has two guys in the backfield. How about passing options or catching options there uh, uh, or lack thereof? Thielen and then behind him, do you trust anyone? Is it Justin Jefferson you're going to trust? Is it one of the tight ends? What do you do? Because that's why I say lack thereof. I don't know who else no, to trust. If it's not Thielen, I'm not starting any of those guys on the Vikings. But on the other side of the ball, Ooh-wee. I kind of like T.Y. Hilton this week because we saw what Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams did to that, that Vikings secondary. that They looked pretty bad. So I think if you know, ever there's a week to start T.Y. Hilton, this is it. They gave up 22 catches, 315 for four touchdowns, that defensive backfield as a unit. Now, going forward, Paris Campbell has come up in a lot of talk. Mm-hmm. Do you think he has a big week? I know Hilton, he dropped a few big passes that game that he's been talking all week about a bounce-back spot. I think that it's a big – that's why I am on the Colts. I'm actually on the opposite side. I think that what we learned last week is – is remember when we talked about the Packers and I said that defensive backs, that Rodgers were going to torch them. I believe – I mean, they, they had 400-plus yards of offense last week, the Colts, and they dominated the time of possession. They just – I don't know how they gave up that. I don't. Philip Rivers, that's how. Yeah, in in interceptions. So we'll learn, I guess, this week who Philip Rivers is going to be. Yes, right. Because if he does it again last week, you could say, well, maybe it's just some time. It's the first game, and and there he is learning a new, somewhat of a new system. Okay, well, let's see it this week. If he can't make it happen this week against that defense that just got smoked, then there's problems. But I do think that Hilton gets going, Paris Campbell gets going. This is a big plus spot for, I, I believe, the Colts. Yeah, and I mean, the Colts are at home. So, you know, you like that for Rivers. Don't have to worry about the elements for his pop gun arm. Th- that's a good thing. For me, it's just more about I feel like the Vikings are a better football team. Now, that doesn't always mean they're going to win, but I just think they're a better football team. And I'm, I'm taking the points. I mean, obviously, the Colts could still win this thing, and you know you cover with the Vikings. But you're on to something there for sure. The, the Vikings secondary is, is pretty ugly. It is. It is. Uh, we're we're going to learn uh, because it's like Rodgers might be in FU mode, right? Yeah. It's, it's like he's in FU mode to everyone. You say, okay, y'all want to treat me? You want to treat me after what I've, what I've proved. I mean, years of – Throw it three, four years back. Maybe four. Right. Let's let's throw it around when he went to to the Cowboys game. Remember that, and and he came back and the Jerry Cook catch down the down yeah. the sideline. People were talking that he might be the best ball thrower in the league, and maybe of, of in the last 10, 20 years, just ball thrower, not just saying quarterback, but yeah. one that can make any. And now all of a sudden, it was last year. It was thinking, man, he's. 
he he might be on his downside of his career. The accuracy fell off last year. They didn't do anything to help him in the offseason. No. What what do you do as that kind of competitor? You lose Danica Patrick. You're losing. You're losing. <laughs> Olivia your... Munn. That's the one that hurt me the most. Yeah. <laughs> let's take a moment of silence. No, I'm just joking. Um, no, honestly, though, I, he's in FU mode. You saw that last week. That was old school Rogers throwing off the run, like rolling out off one leg. Just there it is. And you know what I think helped him too quickly? He's playing more within the offense in week one. It's not just Aaron just, you know, trying to make a play. You know, he's actually playing within that LaFleur offense, you know, using the play action, lots of different running backs getting involved you know he's actually getting the ball out on time to what the play is designed for instead of just scrambling around the whole game and hoping to make something happen we're hoping to make it happen for the next 45 minutes we're going to be scrambling around because we got lots of games to get to lots of fantasy plays a little bit of everything here on Mully Line ESPN 97.5 You're listening to ESPN 97.5, broadcasting safely with our masks from Boomer Naturals. Order now at BoomerNaturals.com and use promo code ESPNHouston for 20% off. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Here we go, here we go. It's your segment. If you're out there listening, Moneyliners, if you're out there getting the barbecue pit going, if you're out there putting some coffee because you had a late morning, you said, I got a late start. I drank a little bit too much. I watched a little too much UFC, but I have some extra money to bet. This is the place for you. Stardom Sidem. If you want to call in 713-780-3776, if you have a Stardom Sidem question for your particular team, or it could be a specific bet, something that you're wondering, should I go and hit the play right now? I went to my bookie, Jerry. I did what you said. I, I put promo code radio, and I just have this question. Can I bet this? Should I bet this? 713-780-3776 at Moneyline975. Let's get right to the text line. I have plenty of them for you. Let's start with this one. Goddard. Or Hawkinson, who do you like there, Josh? For me, I would go this week with Hawkinson. I, I love Goddard going forward, but just with you know Kenny Galladay being out, I think Hawkinson's going to have a bigger role in the offense. DJ and Beaumont says wide receivers PPR league: Cooper, Lockett, or DJ Moore. Two out of the three. Oh man, I, I I think I'd go Cooper for sure. The other one was Lockett and, or DJ Moore. Yeah, I think I'd go Cooper and DJ Moore. Okay, cool. And I like Lockett and Cooper in that one. Flex, he also has. Can, would, would you go Hilton, Fuller, or Emmanuel Sanders? I'm definitely not playing Fuller this week against the Ravens. Um, what was the other one? Emmanuel Sanders. And what yes. was the other one? Uh, Emmanuel Sanders or Will Fuller. Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders for sure. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with Will Fuller this week. Hey, if he gets behind us and gets a touchdown. Egg on my face, but it's the Ravens, man. I, I'm no thanks. Is it Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers? Ooh, man. How can you go against Russell Wilson right now? But the, the matchup's tough. The matchup's tough. But this one's actually difficult. But Aaron Rodgers? It's hard to pick against Russell Wilson, right? But what we saw from Aaron Rodgers last week, and the Lions stink. So. Yeah, I'd go Aaron Rodgers. That's a real tough one. How about this one? Give me two. Cooper Cup, Diggs, Scotty, Two Hottie, Miller, Sanders. Two out of those four PPR. Cup, Diggs, Scotty, Hottie, Sanders. I'm going Cup and Diggs. I'm agreeing with you all the way there. All right. 
Goddard or Waller in PPR? Uh, I'm going to go with Waller. Edelman or Corey Davis? Oh, man. Look, I'm going with Edelman just because Corey Davis is already hurt again. I think he's going to play, but he's playing through an injury. All right, that's it right now that we have. uh, Again, if you want to get your particular question in, 713-780-3776. If you have a question for your team and you need some help, that's what we're here for. I'm sitting next to the statistician. I call him my partner in grind. He's a numbers genius. He's a guy that knows he lives in. This is what he's about, fantasy. Whenever fantasy comes around, he's here to tell you, is it going to be Higby or Snell in a .5 PPR, half-point PPR? I, I think you you got to go with Higby because with Snell, there's just so much uncertainty. And, guys, it's week two. Like, you don't want to be doing, like, Hail Marys this early in the season. You want to make sure you're playing guys that are going to get significant touches. I mean, what if Snell has – Seven carries in this game and no catches. Like that, what's considered a great game as far as from a touch standpoint for Snell? Ten? Like that's right. a, and that's, that's the lot. upside, right? But if the opposite happens and Connor gets hurt again, Snell could have a hundred yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. It's I think it's too early to take that kind of chance. If you're already if you're already in that predicament, then we're gonna say a prayer for you here after the after the show because if you're already in a predicament of Snell in week two, you know what I mean? It, Snell is something that if it fell into he fell into your lap right now, you're thinking, man, if Connor goes down, then I got the prime running back. Hold Snell. Just hold him. Yeah. Hold the thought. Hold Snell. Hold the cheese. How about half PPR digs more Chark McLaurin? Uh, more, Dig- more, and, and uh, more in who? McLaurin, Chark, or Diggs? Diggs, Diggs. All right, let's get into some of the football games here because we only got a football, uh, uh, a few segments left. Where do you want to start off? Yeah, let's do that. Let's get to this Cowboys Falcons game, man. Th- this is one that I'm really excited about. If, if there was ever a fantasy matchup for the week, we we think there's going to be a lot of points in this one, right, Jerry? The over unders at 54, and it's, that means it went up 53 and a half last night when I went to sleep. 54. I think it gets higher than that. Uh, I just don't I don't see how it doesn't hit that. I don't see how the Cowboys don't have a bounce back spot. We saw what Russell Wilson did on that defense of the Atlanta Falcons. They don't they don't generate uh pressure and that's how you hurt that generating pressure. If you allow that those receivers to get going in space, there's going to be trouble. How are they going to stop Zeke? There's trouble everywhere. There's points everywhere. It's one of my favorite bets. Hit the over. Hit the over and this is for fantasy. Jerry, start everybody. Uh, how about that? It, start everybody. It's it's so many people. You start everybody. Yeah, everybody even, in the club getting started. Everybody in the club getting started in this game. I'm telling you, this game has, to me, like 35-27. Is it going to be similar, right, to what we saw last week with the Seahawks and the Falcons? It kind of feels like it, right? That's exactly. Now, one, one sleeper I got out of this is Hayden Hurst. We know that Van Der Esch is gone. He's out of there. We know that Hayden Hurst is going to get some looks. I like Hayden Hurst quite a bit this week. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. For me, it's on the other side of the football. I think Gallup gets going this week. And I and I like C.D. Lamb here. We talked about it earlier in the show that, you know, Jarwin's out. They might just run a lot of three wide receiver sets. And they targeted C.D. Lamb quite a bit. He looked good last week. He's somebody that I'm definitely going to roll with here. And, man, Calvin Ridley. My Lord, did you see what he did last week? He went off. I mean, he looks incredible. I was listening to Greg Cosell from NFL Films, and he did some tape study on this game. He said just Calvin Ridley was smooth as silk, the amount of separation he was getting in and out of his routes. So if you drafted Calvin Ridley, you got yourself a bargain. And, Jerry, I did draft him in two different leagues. 
He could be my number one. He looks so good. And you know Julio's getting all the attention on the other side of the field. So they are in a good spot. What do we think about for a winner in this one? This one's in Jerry World. It's in Dallas. Cowboys are favored by three. I think if Cowboys win this, it's an over game. And just to put a little bow on Lamb, I think he has a breakout game today. Look at who played the slot mostly last week. Tyler Lockett. Eight catches, uh, 92 yards on eight targets. I believe that that's what you see from Lamb. That's where he's playing mostly is on the inside. Yes, and if you're in a league that gives you return yardage, he's actually getting you some of that as well, C.D. Lamb. So I think he's. I think you can fire him up this week. Another moment of silence for the ACL of Jarwin, right? Ugh. Just oh. And remember, and I even said, man, he's going to go off. Yeah. This is his season. It, it looked like a good bet. I mean, you guys get hurt. I thought Marlon Mack was going to have a huge game last week, and then he goes down with like seven points in the first quarter. Injuries happen, man. Let's go to the HRMP listener line and see what AJ's got. Hopefully, we could put you on the right side. Start him, sit him, question. AJ, what's going on your money line? Good morning, fellas. Appreciate y'all doing the show every Sunday. Hey, I got two questions for y'all. Um, tight end spot, Hayden Hurst or, Hern- or uh, uh, Herndon. And then uh, Todd Gurley or Mark Ingram. Appreciate what y'all do, fellas. I'd go with Hurst. Jerry said he likes him this week. Hurst for sure. How about Ingram or Gurley? I'm going to go with Gurley. It's a high-scoring game, and he did it. So you saw last week it was limited touches. I believe, what, 15? It's limited touches. But in a game that's got so many points, I could see him running wild in the open field. I could see him maybe catching one and running one. And I feel like... He's he's great at touchdowns, right? So maybe the yardage won't be huge for Gurley, but he's good at scoring. I mean, he scored double-digit touchdowns last year for the Rams. I think he can do it again this year. For all you DraftKings players, I use a different algorithms that I pay pretty good money for, and I'm going to go ahead and just share those with you here. If you're looking at DK value, they they say that by DK ownership, how much a player is going to be owned relative to how much he's projected to score to his salary, right? This week... On the top 15 players of the entire NFL, Zeke is fourth, Julio's fifth, Cooper's seventh. Does that go to tell you something? They're expecting points here. You know, Ridley's like 14th on the list. Now, I'm going to go ahead and spread this list out for you, for you guys, people putting together right now, everyone putting together those DraftKings lineups. Derrick Henry comes in at the biggest value this week, 5.1. Devontae Adams, 4.3. Murray, Elliott, Julio, Thielen, Cooper, Jonathan Taylor, Hilton, so two Indianapolis players in the top 11. Herndon, he just asked about Herndon. He has a 2.4 DK value this week as to what he's owned, and he's projected about 12.1 points. Dak Prescott also pops up in that list. Just a couple of guys to go ahead and and, and, and key around because Gallup, he pops up right after uh, Dak. So in the top 25 players in DK value, according to this algorithm, you have like seven or eight from that game. It just makes sense. Look at the total. These are offensive teams, and the Cowboys, their secondary's a, a little rough, you know, so I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. I think it's going to be a great one to watch for fantasy, too, and, to, you know, bet the over and just watch and cheer all the touchdowns. It's a good matchup for sure this week. Let's get to another good matchup right, this week. Let's do it. This one, you know, you talked about Herndon. You know, 49ers are coming to New York to play the Jets. Ooh. You know, the, the, yeah, right. The thing about Herndon is, is Adam Gase loves to use his tight ends in the passing game. You saw him 
do a lot of this with the Broncos back in the day. And he, he's going to try and get that going here with the Jets. You know, Crowder's banged up. There's not a whole lot of, you know, Le'Veon Bell's out. I'm actually seeing people going to the waiver wire and picking up Frank Gore, Jerry. I mean, Frankie Gore. Yeah, Frankie Gore in 2020. You're picking him up. But, I mean, he's going to get some touches. But me, I'm running and screaming away from the Jets' offense. I don't want any part of it. For the 49ers, it's kind of interesting because, you know, you don't have here Kittle Kittle this week. You know, the offense is going to look a little different. So, you know, I, I worry a little bit about, you know, I think you're definitely starting Raheem Mostert, right? But is there anybody else you really feel great about? How do you feel about one of the biggest streamers this week that he's coming up on lineups again? Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed. I was the about headache. to say it. He's always hurt, but no Kittle this week. And that's why he makes a legitimate streamer in a Shanahan offense. That's, I mean, I think that there's some streamer to him. If you're out there filling up your lineup right now and you're trying to find a a tight end, I think Jordan Reed can make your way, his way into your lineup. I do too. And, and one question before we hit break here, Jerry. You always talk about the hold your nose special type of games. I mean, there's nothing stinkier than Jets 49ers. What do you think about this one? The number's up to seven now. Do you think the, the 49ers cover that? I hate to take to give up points more than a touchdown or more, you know, seven points or more in a, in a total of 41 points or less, right? So always think of the theory. If you're going to if if you're getting a lot of points in a low total, those points mean a lot more. Yeah. If you're getting a lot of points but the total's 58, there's a lot more gap to get blown out to make those points happen. But if you're so then what are the options for them to be able to cover the Niners and for it to go under for both of those to happen? It's it 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 narrows down that window. So always think of it like that. I like the under here just total. I just think both of these teams are going to try to limit turnovers saying, "Hey, we don't have Kittle, we don't have anyone else to catch the ball on the opposite side. You don't have Lev Bell, you don't have Jamison Crowder, who are you going to throw the ball to? I'm hearing Brashad Perryman come up in a lot of talks this week. Okay, cool, because on the other side, yes, the, the two defensive backs from the Niners are hurt. Sherman's hurt. Yeah, Sherman's um, hurt. They have their injuries as well. I think it's going to be run, run, run the ball. Let's not make any mistakes. Let's play an ugly game. It's somewhere around 20 to 14, I believe, somewhere right around there. I like the under quite a bit. There you go. So the hold your nose special is going to be the under this week. And, you know, you don't have to hold your nose when you're wearing a Boomer Naturals mask, Jerry. That's Good one call. of the great – I mean, it's it's very protective against other things. But also, hey, you don't have to hold your nose with the Boomer Naturals. And what's great about them, they come in all sizes, adults, teens, kids, whatever. And we recommend them here at ESPN 97.5 because they have this three-layer comfortable and highly breathable – and it's this nano silver technology. So it's not like those little disposable masks that look like they could just tear apart. It's actually more breathable with the Boomer Naturals mask, and it protects you more. So really, it's a win-win. And what's pretty cool is they have all kinds of styles and designs. They have stuff out for Halloween. Uh, my, my wife picked up some. They have some really cool designs. So go check them out. If you haven't been to the website in a while, they have all kinds of new styles there for you. And we love them because of the nano silver technology. If you're going to wear a mask, you want it to actually protect you guys. They also offer the net gaiters if that's something that you would prefer. And what's pretty cool, too, is they donate a face cover for every order they get. So they're actually helping the community here. And also, we want you to go to boomernaturals.com and use promo code Jordan, or at least I do, to buy your mask. But, you know, if you're not a big Internet guy or maybe maybe you forget your mask on the way to work one day, guess what you can do? You can just swing into CVS and buy a Boomer Naturals. So, you know, sometimes you run out the door and you forget your mask. No big deal. Just run by CVS. They have Boomer Naturals right now. 
or you can do it online, boomernaturals.com. Use promo code Jordan. That'll get you 20% off your order, 20%. Promo code Jordan. That's boomernaturals.com. We do this for fun. You ain't got one second, you better run. Now I'm in the back getting from a hunt. ESPN. 97.5. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. On ESPN975.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Hey, welcome back to Moneyline. It's a party on a Sunday morning. It's week two, 30 minutes away. We've got 30 minutes left on this show to get you ready to get your fantasy lineup set to get you on the right side of some bets on my bookie using promo code radio, of course. Let's go right over here. We have our man Todd asking Naheem Hines, Robbie Anderson, or Corey Davis. Heinz, Heinz, fire him up. B. Hannon says Montgomery, Melvin Gordon, or Hurst at the flex. Oh man, I go Montgomery, and that's to me. It's it's always hard starting to uh, a tight end in your flex, right? It has to be like an automatic. Hurst to me is more of a, a, a sleeper, a flyer. I do think he does big things more maybe in a DFS world. Um, it's hard to start a tight end over a running back. Right, it's always that's a hard predicament to be in. It, it is, but I mean, you look at Melvin Gordon playing the Steelers defense. You saw what they did to Saquon Barkley last week, right? Yeah, I don't want any part of that. No, thank you, Melvin Gordon. This week, let's get into the rest of these games. We're running out of time here. Yeah, we are. All right, quickly, let's do this. We finished up with San Francisco and the Jets Blech, last segment. All right, let's get to Buffalo in Venino a Miami. Jerry. Another, ugh. yeah, another. Uh, I mean, I think maybe Josh Allen. You could get going in this game. There's not much I like for the Dolphins here. I had Ryan Fitzpatrick as just like a, a dart throw DFS play last week, and of course he killed me. So I'm going to be off of him for a little bit here. I think what's interesting is what are they going to do in the backfield for the Bills here, Jerry? They, they seem to really be splitting those touches to where it's hard to start either one of these guys. Exactly. Devin Singletary outsnapped 51-39 to over Zach Moss. So you're okay. Well, where's the difference on touches? Only 14-12. to It's not there. That's a great point to start at. So what do we know about this? We know that Josh Allen against that defense, Brian Flores' defense last year, quarterback 10, quarterback 1. One week he was able to do the QB1. How did he do that? On his legs. Yep. That defense allows rushing yards to the quarterback position. You saw last week Cam Newton had 15, 15, 15 rushes for Cam Newton for 75 and two touchdowns. Look for Allen Props. Allen Props on touchdown. Allen rushing yards, uh, rushing attempts. I believe this is an Allen running game. I think that defense, it's just, it's trouble though from a gambling standpoint because six is always a lot in a divisional game. It is. Uh, what do we see this week? I know that Buffalo's missing two key pieces of their of their defense. Edmonds is out, which one, some people qualify him as the quarterback on that side, and then yeah. there's another guy missing. It's trouble. Um, from a gambling standpoint, I'm, I'm going to pass. No, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. In, in my flexi column, I, I had Josh Allen in there. I know he's not a flex per se, but he is a quarterback that you're not sure if you should start every week. He's kind of on the borderline. Fire him up this week. I, I like what he can do. And you brought up Moss and Singletary. What's so bad is, Jerry, is you're getting all the, the passes to Singletary, 
but he's getting pulled off the field when they get close to the goal line. So, it, you know, Moss is there around the five-yard line, and Singletary's doing all his work between the 20s. It's hard to feel good about either guy because you got to bet that Moss is going to score or you got to bet that Singletary's going to do enough just with catches in rushing yards. So be careful with that one. How do you feel about John Smokey Brown and 78 yard, uh, catches, 1,100 yards over the last 16-game sample. And I hate to be that guy, but you have to look at it in 16-game samples. You say, man, he's a 1,000-yard guy, 78 catches. You saw him last week get his. Last year against this team, he went for 5 for 83 and a touchdown, 9 for 137, two touchdowns. John Smokey Brown. And I like him because guess what? He's got digs to take some heat off him now. So I think he's going to have better matchup so he's actually a guy you might want to get in your lineup this week and keep an eye on him this year for sure all right moving along we talked about this one a little earlier so we won't stay on it too long we talked about minnesota indy this is one where where jerry likes the colts i like the vikings but i mean it's three and a half so i mean this is one of those deals where the colts could win and the vikings could cover yeah but jerry talked about big mismatches on the the lines too right yeah that's a big mismatch that's why we like to get into that josh and i because it's like i said it's easy to paint out the picture with all the shiny weapons but how does the ball get there how much time are they going to have to get there on this particular situation we know that the o-line from the colts are built tough they're gonna have time yeah can Philip Rivers? We're gonna. We will find out who Philip Rivers' big Philly style is gonna be this year if he can't make it happen this week. No, it's gonna be tough. And but we did see what Aaron Rodgers did to this Viking secondary last week. So Rivers will have some options here. We talked about we like uh, T.Y. Hilton because of that. The secondary for the Vikings not great at corner. So Jonathan Taylor, you're starting him in every league, no doubt about that. And you're starting Thielen, of course. Uh, that's about it, man. Let's move on. Detroit Green Bay. I wanted to get into this one with you. Man, Devontae Adams, how good does he look? And that's and we talked about this tour that Aaron Rodgers is about to go on to prove it that you, you, you're going to disrespect me, Aaron Rodgers, after everything I've done for this franchise? Mm-hmm. Well, then take this. Watch me just rip it. And that's what he's doing. He's ripping it. And when he does that, he's going to force feed Adams all he – he was already a target monster. Yes. So now it's about painting the picture of how many times he can just throw him open or just make the play happen or who's going to be that secondary option. So anytime that I look at the Packers, I'm always going to be who's that second guy. Last week we saw Lazard got his as well a yeah, little Vandes bit too. Got, Vandes Scanlon got in the end zone too. On a bomb. Yeah. On a per- and he dropped the bomb as well, a wide open ball that Rodgers, you saw him, he was cussing under his helmet <laughs> saying, how does he drop the ball? The numbers could have been way bigger. This is the Rodgers that you want to be behind. But let's not forget Rodgers two, three years back, the five years before that, he had a five-year span where he was the number one QB, number two, number one. number that, That's who he is. Hopefully he can get back to those numbers. No, I, I'm with you there. And that's all, Something else to pay attention to. Jamal Williams got a lot more work in that game than, than I anticipated. So if you own Aaron Jones, don't worry. I think you know, you're fine. He got in the end zone for you, but... They're sharing those touches all over the place. So keep that in mind if you're desperate in a deep, deep league and you need a PPR flex. How about the Lions? I know Hawkinson's big on everyone's radar. We spoke about him a little bit earlier. How big is he to you this week? I like him, but look, I'm starting him because Galladay's out. Uh, It wasn't great last week with with what we saw with the the Lions offense. But here's what worries me a little bit, Jerry. And, And don't get me wrong. I like Hawkinson this week. But remember, he had that huge game week one last year. Yeah. Remember? And then he kind of fell off. And so we saw him have this big week one this year. You know, hopefully he can keep this going because, I mean, he was a first-round pick. I mean, he's super talented. Okay, well then, if it's not him, who do we trust? 
because we know that Galladay's out, right? So is it Quintess Cephas? Believe it or not, a lot of people are picking him up. Hey, he's crazy. Six foot one, two oh two, fifth round rookie. He's eating up uh, the the spot that he has. To, I mean, you Galladay, thirty five percent of the air yards is what he commands on that team. Yes. Okay, so if that's missing, someone has to go and fulfill those expectations that that Matt uh, Matt Stafford goes now. Matt Matt Stafford quietly is a downfield passer now. Yeah. That's who he is. He last year he was the what I think he was top three in in passes. 10 yards plus down the field. Now Galladay's not there. Who's going to be? It's got to be someone. It's not going to be Danny Amendola, Danny Amendola, I don't think. No, I mean, you were on him last week, and he had a pretty good game, and and he was coming in a little banged up. So maybe he does it again this week. Marvin Jones was somebody I pushed because I figured he's the main guy. It's got to go to him. He made a couple nice plays, but he didn't break out like I anticipated. And, man, the, the running game with the Lions, man, Adrian Peterson. Man, we talk about Frank Gore, but Adrian Peterson, did you know he – I think he had like the most over 10-yard rushes last week, something crazy. You know, an old player like that getting a lot of chunk plays. It's, it's crazy. Let me ask you something, Coach Jordan. Uh, Coach Jordan of the, the Detroit Lions. Ugh. After last week's drop by one DeAndre Swift, the rookie, what are we doing this week going forward? Do you still trust your rookie running back? I wasn't starting him anyway. But I think he'll be fine. But how Lions was that? You know what I mean? Like, that is the most Detroit thing ever to have him drop that touchdown. And then you just knew the next play that they weren't going to score. You knew that cost him the game before the final play even happened. But Adrian Peterson, if you picked him up, especially in a non-PPR, I think you can use him. It's crazy because this week we're talking about Adrian Peterson still and Frank Gore. Yeah. Like Frank Gore going yeah. in a revenge game. It, it, it's so funny, but we've seen Reggie Bush go to Detroit and, and have good seasons, so it, it happens, and they need somebody to do that. It's just it's hard, right? Because if Adrian Peterson, he's not going to get you anything in the passing game, so you're going to have to bet on him you know, getting you something in the run game. And if you want to bet on something, guys, do it over at my bookie. If you want to get some action in on any of these picks, any of these, you know, just basically prop bets, you can do it at my bookie. And the great thing about my bookie is they pay. Hey, Jerry, that's kind of important, right? That your bookie actually pays you when you win. That's such a big deal. Gambling on gambling, that's one thing. You finally get to celebrate Sunday nights over and you say, hey, honey, I made us some money. Uh, go get you a wine bottle. And she go gets that wine bottle and then you never get paid. Now you're in the hole for that wine bottle. Yeah, you don't want that. You want to get your money. And one of the best ways to make sure you get your money is to do it at MyBookie. Go to MyBookie.ag and they're also going to match your deposit. And I said it earlier in the show. Guys, this is the time if you've ever been thinking about putting an account in at my bookie this is the perfect time to do it because you've seen week one you got a feel for the nfl you got college football about to really get started i know we've had a few games but we're getting some of the really good matchups coming up soon you got the rest of the nfl season you've got nba playoffs this is the best time to create your account just go in there you know maybe put in 300 bucks well guess what they're gonna match it with 300 bucks then you got 600 dollars to play with the whole season and you're probably going to end up making some money because you're going to use the picks from Jerry and from myself over at mybookie.ag. You're going to use promo code radio, promo code radio to get that initial match on your deposit. Guys, they got, you know, NHL, NBA, golf, baseball, whatever you want. It's over at mybookie.ag, promo code radio, mybookie. You win, they pay. Yes, yes. 
97.5. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. It's the last segment. Few minutes left. We're talking about 15 minutes till week two gets going on a Sunday morning. Hopefully that barbecue pit is nice and hot and it's ready and those steaks are marinating right now. And you're marinating yourself in all these bets and those, all this information that we have for you every single Sunday from 10 to noon. It's Moneyline. It's Josh Jordan. It's Nick Sherrar behind the glass. And it's Jerry Bow. Let's get into this last segment. Let's fly through these games. We got to fly through Giants, Bears. Another ugly one, Jerry. Five and a half. Chicago, the favorites here. Man, I did not like what I saw from Trubisky last week. What do you think about this one? I'm right there with you, and I'm going to go ahead and ride that wave that you're saying as far as I don't believe in Trubisky. I don't believe in that uh, Bears team. Uh, I don't think that we learned that much from the Giants. Again, I said, did we expect the Giants to beat the Steelers? No. They at least held them uh, put for a quarter and a half before Big Ben started really opening things up. But I think that the Giants are the better team here overall. I do. I think that they are the better team. You're giving me the better quarterback. You're giving me points. Five and a half. I even saw it dip down to five at some spots before I before I came up here to work. I got to take the Giants and sprinkle just a little bit on the money line. Dude, I, I like that too. I like the Giants as well. You know what did surprise me is I thought the Giants held up against the run really well early in that game. You know, when James yeah. Conner was in there, he was really struggling to get it going. Snell got going later in the game. I think the Giants got a little tired. Steelers eventually could get some some room there. So I think that's something to pay attention to here is – is Montgomery going to have a ton of room to run? And then if you have to rely on Trubisky, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on the Giants on this one. Do you expect a lot of points in this one? A pretty low, a 42 and a half over under. No, it's not going to be very many points. But I, also I could see some mistakes in short fields and then those kind of points. So I'm going to stay away from the total. I think the Giants are the bet here. Okay. I, Slayton I thought looked pretty good last week for the Giants. So he's somebody I'm going to start this week. Top three in the league in the air yards. And, and he he was third in red zone targets behind like Adams and people like that. Yeah. So you're talking about Slayton. Yeah, hey, if you took him late in the draft, he's already rewarding you. All right, let's move it along. We got to go quick here. Jacksonville, Tennessee. You said you love you some Derrick Henry this week. Yeah, I'm not from a gambling standpoint. I'm not going to do anything on this game because I feel that some people are going to overreact. Maybe that Jacksonville is better than they are. I think that we had Jacksonville rated so low this season that they came out and showed that they're that they're alive, that they have. And then we don't know who the Colts are. So I don't think that we can take anything from that game. Now, when you look at the line, it started somewhere past double digits. Now it's we're seven and a half. Yeah, seven? It's gone from eleven to seven and a half. Seven. Imagine that, and you're crossing from double digit range where someone says, "Man, they're more than a touchdown and a field goal better than that team." Now you're telling me they're barely outside of a touchdown. That line was wrong at the get go, or is it an, uh, an overreaction from what we saw? Because the guys that saw Tennessee on a primetime game, do you think they? What kind of taste do they have in their mouth? Like, yeah, I'm going to bet Tennessee after that. Now, when trying to cover a big spread, seven and a half, ten points, you better you you're going to need your kicker. Your kicker better, <laughs> so he better make something. Yeah, that, that was a very rough week for their kicker. Hopefully, he gets it together this time around. For me, I think the Titans' defense is a little better than we give them credit for, and especially adding Clowney to that mix. Like I'm, I'm starting DJ Chark this week, but I don't feel good about it. I, you know, I don't. I don't feel good about any of the offensive guys on the Jags. I think the Titans' defense is better than we give them credit for. Uh, moving along uh, quickly, Washington, Arizona. We talked about this a little bit earlier. 
I mean, I like Kyler Murray in this one. I like him a lot. Yeah, just to get past this, we, I know that that Cardinals um, offense is going to continue to move fast. They're going to continue to shine. I think that they get somewhere in the 27-28 range. Washington had a lot of false points. Uh, that game, the way it went down, isn't the, the way that, that it should have. You know, we know that. It was just mm-hmm. that defensive front seven against a depleted Eagles line. I don't think that that's what we see here. If they do overcommit themselves trying to, to get those ends in on Kyler Murray, he's going to run all over into the middle of them once he gets into that second level. Look for the Cardinals to go ahead and beat them. Use them for teaser material. No, I'm with you there. I, I like Arizona this year. Before the season started, I was like, eh, I don't know about this hype train with the Cardinals, but Kyler Murray looks like the real deal. And with DeAndre Hopkins... Man, I, I just worry so much that a lot of the, the stuff that Deshaun did for us had a lot to do with Hopkins, and now Kyler Murray's going to get all that production. So quickly, we'll, we'll hit it again because it's right here. Baltimore-Houston, Deshaun, I worry about him this week. I like Baltimore if you can get it at like minus six, but I worry about the backdoor cover at minus seven and a half. So for me, I, I paid a little extra juice to get that number down to six. Baltimore teaser material. That's yep. what I like them at. Okay. Uh, what, what about the total? It says it's about 49 and a half. We think a lot of points in this one or no? I can't see. I can't trust the over because I don't know how much the Texans are going to score. See, that's my deal. Is I, I think the Texans are like 21, I think, is their uh, team total. So I don't know if they get to it. All right, Chiefs Chargers. we got to move quick here. Uh, what do you think here? Chiefs look good week one. Chargers, I don't think they're that great. Eight and a half is the number now. It's gone up about three points. Chiefs got defensive back problems. Breland's already been out. Their number one corner broke his hand, I believe, is the, uh, the week one. He's going to be out. Um, Lynn defenses always play Mahomes tough. He has a seven to two touchdown in a ratio in two games. You're like, that's good, but not those aren't Mahomes numbers. At the, oh, in four games, I'm sorry, in four games, seven to two. So he last seven touchdowns in four games against Lynn type defenses. That's something to keep. Now it's going to be, I think, a funnel because if you look at last year's matchups, neither Hill got going on the outside. None of the deep threats got going it was Kelsey that ate on the inside I think that repeats again because you got Casey Hayward and now you got Chris Harris at corner so and we know Derwin James is, is hurt so I, I feels like a Kelsey game. You got Derwin James hurt, and now you got Pouncey. Now he's out, and so now you got Derwin James, which some say that he's the brain of that side of the defensive side of the ball. Now you got your center, a Pro Bowl center type out. I look for it's a, it's a divisional game. It's a lot of points, but I, I, this is just a different monster in the Chiefs. No, I, I agree. I, I think the Chiefs just keep rolling. Eight and a half, though. I find it interesting. What, was it nine against the Texans? Mm-hmm. It got down to last week, so. You know that they're on the road, so there's the difference there with that one. But now I'm with you. I don't really love what I'm seeing from the Chargers. This is a great matchup here. I wanted to talk to you about this one: Patriots at the Seahawks. Man, night game in Seattle. What do you think? I just I try to say, are they going to let hashtag let Russ cook? You know, that's the hashtag in Seattle right now, meaning let Russell Wilson get going early in games, let him do his thing. I'm not sure that that's going to be the way to move this game because we talked about Gilmore locking up Metcalf. We know that the the, the coaching philosophy for this game has to be for the Patriots to minimize this game. To We saw that McDaniels is using uh, Cam's legs more than the uh, running back. So if you expect some running from Cam, and Russ will be able to do the same. I think the clock will be ticking. Maybe a, a look at the under, but I think Seattle wins this game. No, that, that makes a lot of sense here. And I just thought Russell Wilson looked so good. You know, it's four points. Do you, do you think they cover? I think they do. You think they cover? Okay. I like that too. And this one, Man, Saints versus the Raiders. Yeah, I had to do it. 48 and a half is the total. Saints, they're not at home. 
They're a different team when they're on the road. There's only a few players in the NFL that aren't quarterbacks. So outside of quarterbacks, when injuries happen, that'll change the line. Like Aaron Donald, he changes the line. Michael Thomas, he changes a line. When this line came out previous to last week, it was already around the six and a half, seven range. Whenever he was announced out, it didn't move for a while. I got it earlier this week at six and a half. I get, I bought the hook. I got it at seven many places in my private groups. Now you see they finally caught on and moved it. So I think maybe the value's gone. So you ask yourself, how much is Michael Thomas? worth to this offense how good did the did the uh, saints look i don't think they looked that great it was just more of a it was it wasn't it wasn't that pretty of a performance last week it was just a win let's get out of here kamara didn't get the ball as much as we thought it was efficient touches we saw with him um i just i'm, I'm on the raiders really okay so and it's five and a half so you're gonna take the five and a half if it's at five and a half for you now and you bet it like i said i don't want to give you a bet that i'm already at seven at a key number buy the hook and get it to six at least if you're gonna bet it okay and what do you think rugs may not go big deal not big deal he's banged it's, up it's a big deal for sure it is because he needs every weapon out there especially because Lattimore was the one that's going to lock him down so now Lattimore could creep on someone else maybe waller's a guy that that they look to a little big bit this week. week for waller yeah i, I think so too um, we got Brandon right here real quick. Brandon, we only got a few seconds before we get to put your name on it. Brandon, you got a lineup question. What's going on? Yeah, um, I, uh, PPR league, Nine Hines or Malcolm Brown? Because it's a PPR, I think I'm going to take Hines. I'm all over Hines. Like I said, I think the Eagles are going to stop that run, and then they're going to make him throw. Obviously, yeah, he'll probably get some work in the in the pass game, Brown, but I think it's a Hines game. Yeah, and you don't know how much Akers is going to get in there, too. Well, there it goes, folks. You know what the sound of that is. That's time to put your name on something that you feel confident about, something that nobody knows. Last week, I had the Cardinals to win outright. No seven points needed. They were going to beat up on the 49ers. What do you got this week, Josh? Man, this one's, you know, a little risky, but that's why we do it like this. I like Ronald Jones this week to just exploit that really poor uh, run defense there. So I think Ronald Jones, even Leonard Fournette might get in on the action, but Panthers are not good against the run. I think you can roll the dice on Ronald Jones this week. Nick, put your name on something for the people. Well, uh, during the week, I talked about some of the bold predictions on NFL.com. We talked about Khalil Mack, and I didn't know this, but he hadn't had a two-sack game since week three of 2019. Hadn't had a forced fumble in his last 13 outings. I'm going to say he's going to have a two-sack game. That's my bold prediction. That's what I'm putting my name on. Ooh, Daniel Jones going down. And he takes a lot of sacks and turnovers. I like that, but I might go ahead and get it. Go ahead and get it in. You got five minutes, guys, and this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to put my name on a parlay. I'm going to take Colts money line, right? And I'm going to take the Eagles money line, right? And I'm going to take the Giants plus the points. I'm going to put my name on that three-way parlay. And I'm going to put my name on this show. Before we get out of here, we want to thank every one of you guys because it takes a lot. It takes effort to get up on a Sunday morning as a listener, right? It's not like getting up, going to work every week. You you turn your radio on because you're already in the car or on the way home. You're thinking, hey, I'm already on my way home. But for you to show the effort on a Sunday morning, the least we can do as a team here is pay you back with hopefully winners and fantasy plays. No doubt about it. And guys, please continue to watch the show on Twitch. We got a lot of people in there every week now, so it's a really cool way to do it. Just you know, pull us up on Twitch, give us a follow. If maybe you got some late games, you need some start sits. You know, at uh, at uh, Moneyline ninety seven five at Jerry Bonos with the Z at Josh Jordan ninety seven five. Hit us up on Twitter if you have any questions or questions for next week. That's how you can get a hold of us. And please go to Sports Map. We're gonna have all kinds of Texans coverage for you after today's game. Signing off for the crew. It's Josh Jordan. It's Nick Sharar, and it's Jerry Bonos. Peace.
You're listening to ESPN 97.5.